This meeting is being recorded. That has never happened before, but okay. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm your host, Alex, joined today by my co-host, Ryan. This is the Hold the Phone podcast. I forgot to mention that. The Zoom threw me off, but how's it going, man? It's going good, man. We're making it through summer, slowly but surely. We've got some uh, some playoff basketball and some playoff hockey to take our minds off it, but we're also starting OTAs, uh, which means that some players are not starting to come to OTAs, like our uh, good friend Julio Jones down in Atlanta and our friend A-Rod up in Green Bay. I think, um, I mean, I kind of expected Aaron Rodgers not to show up, but Julio is a little bit different, obviously, but... yeah. Well, Julio is the main target for today just because of all the stuff that's been happening recently. Uh, but I did want to say I saw recently, I can't remember where I saw it, but uh, Aaron Rodgers' dead money hit or cap hit uh, for the Packers drops by almost $20 million after June 1st, which is why they're holding on to him, which I was, it all made sense. It clicked to me then. I was like, okay, now I understand the process a little bit. I'm starting so to they're waiting until after June 1st because it'll be way cheaper to get rid of. I'm almost positive that Julio Jones can't be traded until June 1st also because of the same reason. I think he is way cheaper if he gets traded after June 1st. But speaking of Julio, um, a lot of rumors have been swirling. Basically, according to the rumors that came out today, he asked for a trade a few months ago privately. They agreed to it. They've been shopping him. But then on... Uh, Fox Sports, is it Fox? No. Yeah, it's Fox. Undisputed? Okay. So on Undisputed this morning, basically, Shannon Sharp called Julio, didn't really tell him that they were on air, but was basically like, hey, uh, do you want to be a cowboy? And Julio was like, no, I want to go somewhere and win. And then he asked him something like, hey, um, do you want to be a cowboy or do you want to be a falcon? And he was like, no, I'm out of there. And I... That kind of people kind of ran with that as he's not coming back. He's done in Atlanta, and it looks as if he is after all the rumors and that. It looks as if he's officially on the trade block, and uh, they were asking for a first rounder. Nobody has given that to them, so now this is like his asking price is going to be a little bit cheaper. What do you think, man? Yeah, I just first off, I think Shannon started did a little bit dirty uh, by not disclosing the fact that they were on live television. I mean, I'm. Sure that Julio wouldn't have changed too much of what he said, um, but I just I didn't really like that. But I just I don't understand. I understand why Julio wants to get out of Atlanta. I don't know why Atlanta wants to get rid of him. Like if I'm a new head coach, first time rookie head coach, by the way, I can't remember his name. It's the guy from Tennessee. Are he's Arthur Smith? That's yeah. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm Arthur Smith, why? Why would you ever get rid of Julio Jones? He's one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game. Still one of the best in the league. The, I just, I don't get it. Here's what's weird to me is if, if you're going to get rid of Julio, I think you also have to get rid of Matt Ryan, but they're not going to do yeah. that. And so now it's like, hey, we're going to have a, however old Matt Ryan is, I think he's like 34, 35. We're going to have Matt Ryan. We're going to have Calvin Ridley is our number one wide receiver. And then we're going to have Kyle Pitts. So they drafted Kyle Pitts basically to replace Julio. Which, I mean, obviously, he's not a bad option if you're going to try and replace Julio. Well, we don't really know that yet, but he's projected to be one of the best tight ends of basically all time, according to people. But it, I agree with you. It's weird to get rid of a guy that is, I mean, been the best wide receiver in the league, I think, for a hot minute. At least top three. Um, and well, now it's just you just, like, 
it'd be different if they were like deep at that position, but like after Calvin Ridley, like I can't name you There's, a Falcons wide receiver. I mean, I'll look for us right now, but I don't know. I mean, I can I know like they've got like Alamadi Zacchaeus from UVA, but like he's I think, not gonna win you any games, man. Like, yeah, who is their next wide receiver? Um yeah, that's I just don't get why they would want to get rid of Julio unless they are going into a full rebuild, which if that's the case, then they're planning on tanking this year, right? Like, you're not going to go in, unload your best player, and then try and compete, right? Yeah. Honestly, like, I would try to send – no, I wouldn't do that. That's, like, the opposite of tanking. I was like, why not just, like, group Aaron Rodgers in – or no, group Matt Ryan and Julio Jones in for Aaron Rodgers. Like, that's not a good idea either. But Honestly, like, I, don't, I don't know why they're not trying – while speaking of targets for Julio, Green Bay should be number one on the list. Although I think the Vegas odds came out and it was like, I think the 49ers were one, the Titans were two, and the Ravens might have been three. Where do you want to see them? Green Bay. Yeah, that would be filthy with Devontae Adams. If you had Devontae I Adams... Want to see- and Julio, I mean, no. that has to be – they have to instantly – by the way, I found their depth chart. The next closest even talented wide receiver is Taze Sharp. And then Christian – Bla- They signed him today. And Christian Blake, who I'm pretty sure used to be an Alabama quarterback. I could be wrong on that, but I'm almost positive he played quarterback for Alabama. So what, what we're saying is Julio is not really going to be missed in Atlanta. I mean, they've got some really good guys ready to strap up. Um <laughs> no, I honestly really like him in Tennessee. I think him and AJ Brown would be wicked, and they're, you know, Tennessee is very similar to Atlanta, where their wide receiver depth is laughable. It's AJ Brown and that's it. AJ Brown, yeah. Like I, I think so. Green Bay is like my if I'm fantasy booking a place for him to go, it's Green Bay. But like if I'm the smartest place, it's Tennessee. I mean, if you think about that offense, it'd be Julio, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Now, the question is, does Tennessee have enough? Although, I have enough to get him. It sounds like it's going to take a second-round pick. So, I don't understand why it's not taking a first round. Like, if I'm a GM, I'm immediately offering up my first-round pick. Well, I think, well, the, the Falcons definitely want a first-round pick. But I, I think I saw something today that said a lot of GMs don't think they'll get one just because he's so old. I would give like up 32. one. Like, if I'm the Chiefs, why wouldn't you call and be like, here, here's our first-round pick? Okay, like, if I was Roger Goodell and I saw the Chiefs try to trade for Julio Jones, I would I would veto that. That's like Chris Ball of the Lakers kind but of But do you thing. see what like, I'm no saying? Way. Like, if, if you're the Chiefs, if you're – even the Bills. Like, you're a Bills fan. You wouldn't give up your first-round pick for Julio Jones? Come on, bro. Y'all are terrible at drafting. That First off, that's not true. Ryan, in the late rounds, <laughs> late rounds, L- like late first rounder, the last two years? We didn't have a first round pick last year. Okay, fair enough. The one before that, who'd we take? Took Ed Oliver. Who's not been as good as people said he was, and who'd you take before that? Wasn't it AJ Epineza? Well, last year we took AJ Epineza, which is solid. Like, those are both... both- yeah, okay, I'll give you Ed, but, like, AJ's good, man. He's just you behind wouldn't, Okay, and if, if I said right now, 
hey, I'm the GM of Atlanta. I call you up. I'm like, hey, I want your first round pick. You can have Julio Jones. You're going to say no? Yeah. And here's why. Not because of, like, roster-wise, because... Okay, well, first off, like, I, I'm so I can tell right I'm now offended. you're lying. I'm offended, that, I'm offended that you think that Brandon Bean's bad at draft picks. Because, first off, that's straight No, I said, I, said, so I said first round draft picks. Tredavious White, Josh Allen, Tremaine Edmonds. And then, okay, name the ones after that, because they haven't been good in a hot minute. Ed Oliver's not bad. Ed Oliver's not good. If they said, okay... If Atlanta called and said Ed Oliver for Julio, you're not trading him? Ryan, Ryan. Honestly, no. Well, okay. Dude, you have to understand. You have to understand. It's not because Ed Oliver is good. First off, if we trade Ed Oliver, he's he's. it's sad, but he is our best defensive tackle. Okay, true, but still, but okay, you also, fine. Okay, the one thing that you're not thinking about is, like, cap. Like, Julio's expensive. Like, that's going to totally screw up Josh Allen. No, no, no. Wherever, wherever he gets traded – Wherever he gets traded, they're going to restructure it. They they have to. I don't know, man. Like, what's Julio's I, cap right now? I think it's like eleven million at the least. I, thought I can't was, remember. I thought it was more than that. Might be. I thought it was like twenty something. Uh, yeah, it's. Oh no, he is. Wait, hang on. Uh, he's scheduled to make twenty one million over the next two years. So yeah, eleven. I don't know, man. I. Personally, I wouldn't say yes to that because Stefan Diggs needs an extension soon too. And I'm okay, just, true, I don't know. true, true. The Bills is more of just like I think it would be a good fit. I like, mean, yeah, I'd like, like to have him on the team. Like, but like offensively, I think it'd be a good fit. Realistically, does it make sense? Not really. Um, also, you you owe Brandon me an apology, man. That's okay, I'm I'm apologize. I apologize. Upset, I apologize. Sure. No, I apologize. Mean, it's justified. Ed Oliver was a big flop. Devin nah, Singletary. Nice. I mean, we can continue, but you hurt my soul. Yeah, he also drafted Devin Singletary. So and Zach Moss, both really good running backs that are really good, really good. You're gonna sit here and tell me that they're really good running backs. Yeah, they're bottom of the league running backs. Okay, they're both very talented running backs. Brian Dable doesn't know how to run a committee. That's not the running back's problem, dude. And also our run black <laughs> all right, guy all right, last right. year was garbage. All right, we can talk about this some other time. You're getting, you're getting me heated. You're I apologize. Heated. I apologize. My apologies. Um, No, but like – Where did all this girl's hate come from? My fault. My fault. You know, I had a rough day at work. Not really. But um, <laughs> so, no, but other teams I wouldn't want to see him go to. Like, I don't want to see him at the Ravens. Why? So he can get two catches for 35 yards a game? Yes. I don't want to see that. Um, I should just pull up the odds. Like, what are the odds? Everyone's saying New England, and I'm like, I like that. Well, first off, I wouldn't want to play him twice a year. Second of all, I just – you're telling me that Mac Jones is going to, like, fulfill his, you know, desire to get the ball? I don't think so. I think well, the, the rumor was that he wanted to go to New England to play with Cam, and I'm like, how long is Cam going to be the He won't the guy? be starting, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he'll be playing. For, I think Cam's the starter through like week four, and that's about it, if that. Yeah. Um, I saw a really hot take on TikTok. Someone said that Cam. This is probably Cam's last year in the league. Um, I think it's Cam's last year starting. I think unless he takes a backup role, he'll be. Although you never know, because like Ryan Fitzpatrick's starting this year, so it's like. Yeah. 
Who knows? Somebody might actually need him. All right, here are the the odds right now, according to FanDuel, to land Julio Jones. Or who, who Julio Jones will be on at the beginning of the season. Tennessee Titans are the favorite right now, followed by the Falcons, the Patriots, the 49ers, and the Washington football team. And then Dude. some other teams are the Cardinals, the Saints, and the Lions. Imagine being the football team rolling up with Julio Jones, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel. And uh, what is that guy's name from UNC? Deami Brown? Yeah, and you got Ryan Fitzpatrick back there slinging it. Bro, they put up the most points in the league. Sheesh. Now, Fitzpatrick might have 50 interceptions, but... I mean, okay. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, that wide receiver room is ridiculous. And then they're like, they've got Fitzpatrick. Who's a good quarterback? But, like, imagine if, like, they had, like, a really good one. I think, realistically, the only teams that might trade for him are the Titans, the Ravens, and the 49ers. And Green Bay. You don't think the Patriots will get in on that? I don't know. I think the Patriots might try, but I think one of those other teams might outbid them. You know who I think? I think the Seattle Seahawks will probably try to get in on this. to so try to make Russell Wilson's life easier. Dude. And then to make the cap space, they'll probably cut the three best offensive linemen. That's okay. You imagine that wide receiver core? You got DK, Julio, and Tyler Lockett. And Dwayne Eskridge. Still. Who cares? All right. Um, You want to talk some schedule? I feel like we've talked enough about Julio. Yeah, man. We we realized we're a bit late on this. I think the schedule dropped about two weeks ago, but it is what it is. We've just been taking some extra time to digest the schedule and prepare ourselves plus, um plus it's the off season we don't have a lot going on <laughs> yeah honestly um did any uh any games on the panther schedule stick out to you that you're really excited for um i really want cam newton to be the starter when they come <laughs> when uh the patriots come to carolina other than that i think what do you think that like what do you think the fan like reaction would be I think I think it'll be love. I, I don't think he'll get any hate. I, I was mean, about to say, I'd be really surprised if he got booze. I'm not kidding you when I tell you that Panthers Twitter wants him to be our quarterback as of right now. Like, they think one of the biggest mistakes the organization has ever done is cut Cam Newton. I'm on the other end of that where I think it was time, get him out, and y'all need to move on. Um... Other key games, I think week one against the Jets is like Sam Darnold. Hey, let's do it. Are you the guy or not? Because you're going against your former team. You have a th- We should win that game by a blowout. And oh, yeah. if you don't, it's not going to look good, and the media is going to come down hard on you. I also think, weirdly, the Panthers start pretty easy up until week like nine when we play the Patriots. Like our first... Six games are Jets, Saints, Texans, Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings. I was about to say, you guys have a pretty good start, but, like, don't you have a really rough finish? You've got, like, us and the Bucks twice to, like, finish the year. Yeah, it's not great. Um, our bye week, which I love, is week 13. After that, it's Atlanta, Bills, Bron- uh, not Broncos, Buccaneers, Saints, Buccaneers to end the season. That's rough. That is brutal. Yeah, and it's at Buccaneers at Saints to end the season. 
oh wow, I just noticed this. Um, three of the last four games are away, so we're at the Bills. Yeah, I was about to say you're coming to Buffalo too. We're at Buffalo, then home against the Bucks, then at the Saints and at the Buccaneers. Now, th- this is why I think the most important part of the Panthers' schedule is the first six, seven games. If they can start like five and two through seven, we're killing it. But yeah. like realistically, I think Dallas could probably beat Carolina. And I think, I don't think Deshaun's playing, so they should be, win the Houston game. I think the Vikings could probably give them problems. But, like, that's up until week six. If they, if Carolina has any chance of making the playoffs, they're going to have to start hot. Because from week nine on is difficult. We got Patriots, Cardinals, football team, Dolphins by week, and then those last four games I told you about. So, it's not great. Could be worse. Um, all in all, I think that they'll realistically probably win like best case 10 games, maybe 11 games, worst case seven. I think this team's well improved, but I don't see us doing a whole lot. What about you with the bills? I don't know. Before I go there, man, honestly, I could see you guys sneaking in. If you guys, you know, start strong, I could see you guys sneaking into that seven seed. Oh, I, I like agree. I think they could make the playoffs. I just think that they have to start very hot. I think if if it, yeah. if we start like zero and two, it's it's done. If you guys do like kind of have like a ho hum season, like do you start to question Matt Rule a little bit? No. I, I as but, long uh, as we are better than we were last year, it's taken him three years everywhere he goes. Like yeah, even in college, it took true. three years. So, and plus, again, we have a whole turnover at quarterback. I think you got to give him like. I don't think they'd give up on Matt Rule. I think it would take a couple more years. I think if anybody they're going to give up on, it's going to be Joe Brady. I think Joe Brady might get fired if they don't have a very uh, productive offense this year. I was about to say, he's got no excuse. This man has all the pieces. Same. As long as TMC stays healthy. I agree. I agree. Um, But, yeah, man, what about the Bills? You see anything? Y'all's schedule is hard. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, man, we've got got a tough little – little patch in the middle there but we've got a relatively easy start uh we've got a challenge out of the gate hosting pittsburgh at home uh but then after that i think it's a, a smooth uh if we can win that pittsburgh game i think it's a smooth 4-0 start uh because i think then after that we've got the dolphins um football team and texans so i think if you were gonna lose one of the four i don't even think it's pittsburgh i think it's the washington football team yeah that's that's an easy trap game because, I mean, I feel like everyone's, like, glossing over the fact that they're in the NFC East, but, like, they won that division, and they only got better. Like, they did not get worse. They got way better. Uh, so I'm actually kind of nervous to play them. I just I, – I think we're still the better team. I agree. Um, but I'm excited to see, like, Ron Rivera come to Buffalo. The, That'd uh, be cool. The two games before your bye week, week five and week six, you got Chiefs and Titans. Both are away. That's where it's good. That's where it's going to get rough. Both, I think that Chiefs games is probably an L. I think the the Titans game is going to be a W. Both are prime time. Yeah, I'm pumped about those. That's exciting and also like, whew, I don't know. But well, that's how it was this year. We played the. Uh, it was actually in reverse order. We played the Titans on yeah. like Tuesday night football because of COVID, and yep. then we played uh on monday night football against the chiefs in week six and it was yeah it was rough you do have uh, a pretty but I think, easy three games after your bye though what is that is that the uh it's the dolphins jaguars and jets oh yeah 
that's a nice little stretch right there. That'll nice way to ease back into it. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think honestly the most excited I am about a game this year is Thanksgiving. I love playing on Thanksgiving. Uh, I really got a taste of that. Uh, in 2019, when we played the Cowboys, that was a blast, man. Who do you guys I'm have? I'm so pumped to play the Saints. The Saints. Okay. In oh, that's, New, that's, in that's New a Orleans. That's a win. That's a win for and sure. And that'll be cool because that's, like uh, that's like a homecoming game for Trey White because he's from Louisiana. Oh, yeah, so true. So that'll be really cool because his family will be there. Yep. Um, But I'm excited. I don't know. I get really excited to play, like, the NFC teams that we don't always get to play. So I'm excited to play you guys. Um, really excited at the challenge of playing Tom Brady and the Bucks. Like I don't know, I'm really pumped for this year. I think it's gonna be really cool. I'm curious to see if we can put up another 13 win season, but if we put up 12, I won't be. Yeah, upset. what's your like realist like realistically now that we have 17 games? What do you think your guys' record will be? Uh, you know, honestly, I think double digits is you know a foregone conclusion. I think we're if y'all win nine games, there. somebody's getting fired. Yeah, <laughs> so the truth. I think I think eleven is like the minimum. I think we could get up to fourteen. I, how good we play. I do think that you guys easily win this division. I really do. Oh, yeah. Especially because I I I have a feeling that uh, with the Patriots, they're not going to give Cam a lot of time. Like I think one bad game, and we're going to see Mac Jones. And I don't think they go back to Cam after that. And I think Mac Jones is going to struggle a lot. So. Um, it's gonna be a dogfight in that division afterwards because I think the Jets got a lot better, Dolphins are still there from last year, and then I think the Patriots got a lot better. So I'm curious to see who comes in second. I've had a really hard time like ranking the teams in that division. It's gonna be fun. The Dolphins are so tricky because they could be really good or really bad. It just depends on how good two is. Also, did you? I don't know if you saw this tweet today. Someone was like, um, if it was a Dolphins reporter, and he said that the. Uh, Special teams coordinator for the Dolphins was saying that Jalen Waddle's like primary job in camp is competing against the kick returner. I was like, did you guys really spend your sixth overall pick on the kick returner? I mean, yeah. maybe he's going to be like the star wide receiver and kick returner. Who knows? Um, what are some, uh, what schedule, what team do you think has the hardest schedule? I think there are a, a bunch of teams with a tough schedule. One team that I was looking at, um, with a really really tough start to their year is the jets they i mean we've you've already talked about it a little bit they start their season going to carolina to play you guys followed up by going to foxborough to play new england i think that's gonna be tough uh for robert sala and his squad and then they've after that they've got to go to denver come back and play tennessee at home and then they go to atlanta i think that's gonna be at best, they might come out of that two and three if yeah, they're lucky. If they're lucky, and that's if Zach Wilson, I mean, it's going to be prove it real quick, buddy, because that, like you said, that's a very tough schedule. Um, mine's actually the Seattle Seahawks. I think that theirs is really difficult at the beginning. They have the Colts, the Titans, Vikings, 49ers, Rams, Steelers. That's up until week six, and then it's the Saints the Jaguars up until their bye week, which is week nine. And then coming out of their bye, you have the Packers, Cardinals, football team, 49ers. That's a tough four games after your bye week. I that just, is. Like, the end of their season is a little bit easier because it's, well, not really. It's the Rams, Bears, Lions, and Cardinals. I don't see them being very good at all this season. 
And I know that I say this basically every year that we've been doing this podcast because I'm the biggest yeah. Seattle hater of all time. But I'm just saying, this seems very difficult to me. Like, honestly, I think if they can make it to their bye week, like, 500, they're doing good. Like, 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. Honestly, um, I mean, like, when you were reading that, I was, like, waiting for it to get better. And it just that's like, what, didn't. Ryan, as I was scrolling, I was like, yo, it has to get easy at some point. And then I read the four <laughs> after their – like, these four games after their bye week is a true gauntlet. You have the Packers, the Cardinals, the football team, and the 49ers. That is not, that's not easy. easy. Which, which of those games are away and which are at home? So, the Packers is away. The Cardinals is at home, the football team is away, and the 49ers are at home. But when they two go, and two, maybe. When they go to Washington, it's gonna be cold. And when they go to Green Bay, it's gonna be cold. Those games are in uh what's eleven? November? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like dead of November. Yeah, exactly. Those are the middle of November. And then like I just I don't know. The way I look at the Rams now that they have Matthew Stafford is so much different than when they had Jared Goff. Like, I think they're such a better team. Oh, easily. I think, honestly, I think the Rams are set up to win that division. Um, maybe the Cardinals, I don't know. I think J.J. Watt's going to absolutely murder Russell Wilson, but that's, that's just agree. me. So, Do you think that this is the year that Pete Carroll, like, they move on from Pete Carroll? No. I don't know if they'd fire him or if he'd just retire. But. I think – he has to retire. I think he is like Bill Belichick where you're staying until you retire. I don't think he'll ever get fired. I really don't. But, but you know what's crazy? Like, I respect Pete Carroll a lot because, I mean, he's done really well with Seattle. Um, they've never been bad under him. But, like, I just feel like he hasn't done anything significant in, like, at least seven years. Well, they're also the worst at drafting first-round talent. Like, you know how I was talking about the Bills are terrible? The Seahawks yeah. are actually terrible. Um, I think it goes, um, it's like Seahawks, Raiders, Jets, Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Read my mind. Like the Seahawks are really bad at drafting talent, which obviously all doesn't come down on the head coach, but I think Russell Wilson hides a ton of flaws for that team. Oh, 100%. And I think what we're seeing from Aaron Rodgers and Watson right now, I think we're headed towards that with Russell at some point. I think Russell's going to demand his way out. Oh, I mean, he's, he's like, right there. He's knocking on the door. I think – so here's what's going to happen. Russell's going to leave. They're going to end up going, like, 4 and, like, 11 or whatever, 4 and 13, whatever it is now, with 17 or 18 games. Yeah. Um, it's 17, 17 games. 17 games, 18 weeks. I can't keep track, man. It's um, going to so be difficult. <laughs> shortly after that, DK and Tyler Lockyer are going to force their way out, and they're just going to be, like, the new Browns, which would be really sad because, like, they have – I don't know. I really like Seattle. They've got such a good fan base. I'd hate for that to happen to them, but I know that you're excited for them to suck. That no, way no, no. no, no. I, I don't hate the Seahawks. I hate <laughs> Russell Wilson. There's a difference. And I don't know why. Don't ask me. I can't explain it. I've told you this many a times. I just have an irrational dislike of Russell Wilson. I don't know if there's a player that I have that I just like can't stand. Oh, there's somebody. There's somebody. You just have, You just can't think of them. Yeah. I, oh, for me, it's Tua. I hate Tua. Yeah, you do. You have an irrational hate towards Tua like I do. Tua's just dumb. That's how I feel I about just, Russell. Ugh. Um, yeah. So, week one, we have some interesting matchups. Obviously, the first game, Cowboy versus Bucks. I like that. I honestly think the Cowboys might upset the Bucks. 
No. Care to elaborate on that? I just think that their offense is going to be firing in all cylinders. And also, if you look at it, the team coming off a Super Bowl win, they normally lose the first game of the season. It's, like, very rare that they win it. Um, and I just think the Cowboys' offense will be too much to handle. I do think this is an absolute shootout. I could yeah. be way off because it is the first game of the season, so people might not be up to game speed. But I think it could be in the 40s, and I think Cowboys could pull the upset. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying they could. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the Cowboys are going to be rocking and rolling on offense. I think the defense is still going to hold them back, and I think that's probably going to be their downfall in this game is Tom Brady's going to take advantage of you know, their subpar defense and potentially even score the game-winning drive. So I'm looking at week one schedule right now. There's three games that should be the Monday night and the Sunday night game, and instead Sunday night we get the Bears and the Rams, and then Monday night we get the Ravens and Raiders. When the Packers play the Saints, the Browns play the Chiefs, and the Bills play the Steelers, why are none of those games primetime? I was so surprised that the Bills-Steelers game was not Sunday Night Football. We've played This is the third year in a row we've played them, and we've been on Sunday Night Football every time. I was going to say, either that should be Sunday Night Football or Green Bay Saints. I guess Green I Bay I Saints. I like the Browns and the Chiefs, man. That I, was, that's I a was solid put, like, playoff rematch. I was going to put that on Monday night. Okay, I like that. I thought, yeah, the Ravens and the Raiders have got to go. That was that was a terrible match. Am I wrong? Don't they normally do two Monday night games to start the season? Yeah, no, this is the first year they took that away. Oh, that's sad. I used to like yeah. that. Um, yeah, because that first one would always start at like 7, and you were like, yeah. Do you have any team that you think is going to do like phenomenal, even though nobody's expecting them to do good? After looking at their schedule? Sorry, I keep asking you random questions, and you probably haven't prepared for them. No, I like it, man. I just none you, of the schedules that I looked at. None of the schedules were like, "Whoa!" Like that that team is definitely going to take advantage of that schedule. Except for, and we were talking about this before the show. Except maybe the Bears. The Bears, who have Justin Fields, a rookie quarterback at under center. Um, you know, we were talking about it before the show. The Bears don't actually have a back to back road game this year. Like they don't two road games in a row they don't have a huge road trip which is honestly really nice like justin fields goes and has you know a terrible game on the road he comes back home like i like that i think that's the problem I is i think that's super advantageous and if i think if aaron Rodgers leaves green bay i think that's 100 percent the bears division to take i agree for sure the problem is what week does he get to be the starter you know like i think week one i i, I agree I hope week one. I just think that they might mess it up. I'd be truly surprised if any Dalton. Well, it's hard because, like, if any other team, I'd be truly surprised if it was Andy Dalton because it's the Bears. I would not be surprised if it's Andy but Dalton. at the same time, Matt Nagy's job depends on Justin Fields being good, so you would think that they'd start him week one. Now, the smart thing to do would be to start him week two when they play the Bengals, but they're. I hope they start him week one because I think – the Rams versus Bears would be a lot more interesting if it's Justin Fields instead of Andy Dalton. I'm just imagining like all of the Bears fans just absolutely blue balling over like the fact that Justin Fields hasn't gone in yet. No, like just put him in. I'm telling you right now, if that Rams game is like 21 to three at halftime, they're going to put him in because it's it's going to get bad. Here's what's going to happen: Andy Dalton's going to fumble on the first play, or not the the first drive. Second drive, they'll punt. 
Third drive will throw an interception, potentially pick six, and then it'll be Fields all the way. I hope so. Honestly, I'm such a big Fields guy. I want him to be the first Ohio State quarterback to actually work. Me too, man. I think, and I honestly think that he can do it. I do too. Um, He's just. But have you gotten a chance to look at any of the uh, the primetime schedules yet? Yeah, I have one second because I think I've talked about this before, but did I tell you the team I think that's going to win the division, even though they were terrible last year? I bet I can guess it. Okay, guess it. NFC or AFC? Uh, AFC. AFC. Oh, yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I'm, I've never been more sold on this. They're starting the season 3-0. Sell me on it. Well, Wait, who do they play? Okay, at least 2-0. and Their first week, Houston Texans. Second week, Denver, okay. Denver Broncos. That's 2-0. and Then we get the Cardinals. Okay, cool. That's a loss. We're 2-1. and Then we get the Bengals. That's a win. Then we play the Titans and Dolphins. They can split those games, and we're sitting at, what's that, 4-2? and Going into their bye week, which is week 7. Now, granted. After week, after their bye week, it gets a little difficult. We have the Seahawks, the Bills, the Colts, 49ers. Are there That's next? what kills the dream. Are there next, <laughs> like, don't win another game the rest of the season. Right. as I'm reading the schedule, yo, after the 49ers, Falcons, Rams, Titans. But then here, look, week uh, 15. Okay, so they're going 500. Never mind. I'm way off because they get the Texans, the Jets, and the Patriots to end the season. If I'm a Jags fan, 500 sounds like a dream. I'm just telling you, this is maybe me believing in Trevor Lawrence way too much, but I just I have a feeling they might win the division. I but, honestly would give you all the props in the world, and that would be so fun to just watch the Jags be good again. But Ryan, I think that I was like the Colts only got better, man. I might be the only person in the world that is saying the Jags might win the division. So if I, I call that correctly, boy, did I do something right? But I will boost you up like no tomorrow, man. <laughs> Like You'll you, have my full support. Like you were saying, the the primetime games, I think, honestly, the Monday night games are pretty bad to me. I th- Yeah, I there were a few Monday night games that I liked, but the real ones were like, I just found like the Thursday night games were so, I, I couldn't find a single one that I was like super excited about. All right, let me look real quick. But now, what, uh, what Monday night games did you have a problem with? Uh, almost all of them. I think, well, first of all, the Thursday night game that I am I kind of look forward to, uh, Rams-Seahawks, I feel like they always play each other super close. That's week five. I think that'll yeah. be a good one. And then I think, uh, depending if Rodgers is there, the Packers and Cardinals, that's week eight. I think that could be interesting. Um, ooh, dang. Other, oh, ooh, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, week 15. That's going to be nice. Is that a Thursday night? Yeah. Yep. Week 15. And then mm-hmm. week 16, we got the Browns and Packers. I think that could be interesting too. But what did you ask me? The Monday night ones? Well, yeah. Which Monday night ones did you have like a problem with? Or uh, was it just the whole schedule? Maybe I should just tell a- you. It would probably be easier if I just tell you the ones I like. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think uh, I think yours week six the Bills and Titans is a good one. Yeah. Um, I like. There's something that about that Colts Ravens game in week five looks good. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many questions with the Colts, and they all revolve around wins. So like, yeah, because if wins sucks, that. that's not going to be a good game. 
Yeah, I'll give you that. I actually think week three Eagles Cowboys could be interesting. Um, and then for some reason we get L.A. a lot on primetime. So the Rams play the 49ers week 10. That's a good one. And then I actually like you and the Patriots week 13. That'll be a good game, man. I'm excited for that Okay, one. I might be wrong. The Monday night ones might not be as terrible. I, I just think they start pretty bad. The first two yeah. are really bad. Like Ravens, Raiders, I don't care. Lions, Packers. The Packers, even if just Jordan Love is playing, they're putting up 70 on the Lions. So I think the Lions might go without a win. Really? Ryan, have you looked at their wide receiver core? Yeah, I didn't realize how bad it was until I saw it on paper, and I was just like, yucky. It's really bad. so bad. I also, like, just really – I cannot personally fathom why that team did not have – like, they hired Dan Campbell. That was, like, a defensive assistant, not even a defensive coordinator. But what really bugs me about that is, like, they couldn't have waited, like, the two extra weeks it would have taken to hire Eric Bieniemy. Offensive mastermind they didn't want to him. hire a defensive assistant from the Saints. Right. I just that talked about breaking kneecaps. I just pulled up their depth chart. It is so bad. They're gonna run the they have to run the ball a hundred times a game. Because they're well, they would, except they just cut carry on. Now they only have De- DeAndre Swift. And Jamal oh, they got Aaron Williams too. Jamal Williams. Oh, no, Jamal Williams. Ryan, who do you think's listed as their number one wide receiver? Tyrell Williams. Yeah, who already is questionable. Not sure how that's possible, but he's already questionable. <laughs> and then that behind him right. is Brashad Perriman. And then Geronimo Allison is their is their third wide receiver. Hey. With Jared Goff at quarterback, man, anything's possible. I really think this team might go like two and fifteen. Yeah. Who are the quarterbacks in next year's draft? Uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina. He's the best quarterback in the country. Not even kidding. He's literally, like, I think he's the favorite to win the Heisman. Um, What about um, that guy from Oklahoma? Spencer Rattler. Rattler. Yeah. Uh, Who are they? Hang on. I got to look it up now. And there's that guy from Liberty. There is the guy from Liberty who is good. There is also a guy from a weird school that's like, Montana or something like that. That guy from Liberty is going to be the Lamar Jackson of this draft class. I bet they're going to try to make him change positions. Hot take. I'm calling it right now. Bold prediction. You think? I think that it might be that way with, uh, hang on, I'm pulling up the power rankings right now for the NFL draft quarterbacks. See, Sam Howell is going to get a bad reputation because of Mitch, and he couldn't be farther. Yeah, 100%. He couldn't be farther from Mitch. Like, I've watched this dude play so much. Um, the number one guy, according to, wait, hang on, this can't be right. Cause where's Sam Howe? Did I click on the wrong draft class? No, this is 2022. Where's Sam Howe? And why is he not in the top five? Do I need to get off this website? This doesn't, he's number yeah. four. Oh, never mind. He's number five. Okay. Uh, they have Tyler Shuga from Texas tech is the number one. His uh, comparison is Joe Burrow slash Kyler Murray, which makes no sense because he's 6'5", 221 pounds. Um, then we have... I was going to say, like, Joe, with Joe Burrow and Kyler, you 
kind of have to have one or the other. Like, I don't really know how. I will tell very you. different. Apparently, the guy from Old Miss, Matt Carell, is supposed to be really good. Um, and then there's the USC quarterback, Kendall Slovis. And Sam Howell. Where is the Old Miss dude? I want to know his name. Oh, Brock Purdy from Iowa State is supposed to be good, too. Oh, yeah, he's going to be good. Yeah, I bet his stock is going to – he's going to end up in the top five. Okay. What about Bo Nix? Dude, might be the worst quarterback in all of college football, and I'm not kidding. (laughs) No, Ryan, I'm not kidding. He was so hyped coming out of high school. Okay. He really was. Yo, this list I found – Is he in the next class? Uh, No, he's a senior this year for sure. He's definitely in this class. By the way, that guy from uh, whatever school we were talking about, Richmond, isn't even on this list. So, and also, this website is literally crashing my computer. So, we need to get off that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's actually not a terrible draft class, but it's not great. Um, but who knows what the Lions are going to do? Because they're under contract with golf for two more years. Is it really only two? Has it been that long since they signed the extension? It was twenty seventeen, I think. Wow. I feel old. No, it couldn't have been 2017. Was it 2018? He was maybe? drafted 2019? in 2017. It must have been 2019, right? When was I, when was yes. Josh drafted? Josh was 2018. Jared so, Goff was 2016. Hey, so maybe he got his extension in 2019. I think that's yeah. I think that's hey, right. You ready to wrap it up, man? Yeah. All Quick. Right. Division winners. All of them. Yeah, all of your division winners, like, lightning round. Okay. Um, wait, hang on. I need the division, Ryan. I'm not that prepared for this. <laughs> How is it this difficult to find the divisions? There we go. Okay. Um, okay. We got the NFC West. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, NFC South. I really want to pick the Panthers, but Buccaneers. <laughs> NFC East. Cowboys, NFC North, Packers, because I don't think Aaron Rodgers gets traded anymore, Uh, AFC South, Jaguars, AFC East, Bills, AFC North, Browns, AFC West, Chiefs. But the Chargers finish like one game behind the Chiefs. That's wild. I like those, man. What about you? All right. I'll start with the AFC. AFC East, Buffalo. AFC West, I've got to say the Dem- – I'm just kidding. It's Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, AFC North is definitely the Browns. I liked your pick on that one. Uh, AFC South is definitely the Colts. Uh, NFC South, Buccaneers, although I do like the Panthers for that one as well. Uh, NFC North is Green Bay, but I really want it to be the Bears. <laughs> yep. Uh, NFC West. I'm gonna go. I think that Kyler puts it together this year. I think it's gonna be like the Cards by like one game. I think the Rams are like right behind them. Oh, um. Okay. Then NFC East football team. That's. I was really debating between the Cowboys and the football team when I was saying that one. So. All right, guys, uh, that wraps up this week's episode. We'll be back next week. Hopefully somebody gets traded or something and we have more to talk about. But until then, stay safe. We enjoy you guys. Uh, Have a good rest of your week.
The recording has stopped. That is terrifying, and I need to figure out how to stop that. Yeah, that's that. so weird. It has never done.